I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want a Kickstarter. I don't want investment. Um, I don't want to go on Shark Tank. So if you guys know and trust me that in three to six months, I will either deliver you a product or a refund, I need pre-orders to get this going. In 30 days, $90,000 in pre-orders on a product that doesn't exist came in and I was able to launch a product with the transparency and honesty that I don't know what I'm doing. And that's how Fat Fudge began. That's Mary Shenouda. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today as we have yet another new featured speaker gracing our virtual stage. And this talk is a great one because she is here to share the story of her unexpected and circuitous journey to becoming a celebrity chef and how that led to her starting a very successful company whose product is used by thousands. Here's Mary Shenouda. Enjoy. I'm daughter of immigrants um, who are very academic and very religious. Everyone in the family has gone to college and gotten a doctorate or, or a PhD. I'm a high school dropout. I dropped out as a junior, um, good grades, varsity tennis player. Um, I was secretly very depressed and very uninspired and just didn't want to be there anymore. And I actually forged my mom's signature to drop out. They were not pumped about that. (laughs) Um, And then I, at 17, chose to move out of my parents' home, not because of any terrible circumstances. I have great parents that love me unconditionally. My mom. My mom and dad, like my father was ordained by the Pope to become a deacon and my mom was a nun. Like they're so conservative. And even though I chose to move out, my mom didn't ask me to be anything other than who I am. Um, She didn't like that I was moving out. So she was like crying and helping me pack my car without like saying, no, you can't do that. And I went into uh, corporate tech. Um, I was working at a company called VeriSign doing uh, tech sales. And I got that job by just, you know, conveniently omitting my age the entire time. And by the time they found out how old I was, I was at 156% of my quota in sales. You don't get rid of a a top producer. So I did that for a little bit. Um, I dealt with everything you would think you would deal with as a woman, woman minority, and someone who is 15 years younger than everyone else there. Um, after I decided to leave corporate technology, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the line. I'm supposed to say in front of this line. Um, after I left corporate technology, um, I left to do social media stuff for a photographer before it was considered social media. I've been a bar back. I've been um, a surgical assistant. I've tried a lot of different things, and all just because I'm really, really curious. But this entire time that I was doing that, from second grade to about 25, I was really, really sick and always in pain. Um, Notice we haven't brought in the chef part yet. Uh, So uh, I've been told I have cancer, lupus, 
Um, I was in and out of the hospital all the time. And it wasn't until I was about 24 or 25, I was in the ER for the last time. Um, they would always give me morphine and phenogrin, like just want to put you out. And that wasn't an answer for me. And I'd been type A in every other part of my life, and I wasn't type A with my health. So I went home, did research, found a TED Talk by Dr. Terry Walls. I recommend that TED Talk to everyone. It's all about supporting your mitochondria and your gut health. Even though I'm the paleo chef, I hate the word paleo. I believe in paleo. What works for you will not work for me. Um, and uh, so I changed my diet. And uh, three months into changing my diet, all of those symptoms went away. And people took notice. And there was someone in the corporate environment that we used to do one-on-ones with um, for uh, corporate coaching. Like, back up a little bit. I've always done counseling um, in some form or fashion. It started with doing bereavement counseling at 16, where I become very um, obsessed with mortality. Mortality is my greatest muse. A lot of my friends and family have passed prematurely. Um, that is the basis of everything that I do and all the decisions that I make. Um, so I was doing corporate coaching in that capacity, and they asked me, he asked me, you know, what have you done with your health? You've, you've really turned it around. And I said, you know, this is what I do. It's called paleo. It's none of these ingredients. And he's like, I don't have time for that. Will you just cook for me? I'd always brought in casseroles to the office. I've been cooking since I was a little kid. And I'm like, I don't cook for people. I manage multi-million dollar contracts. Mm. And he's like, well, I'm willing to pay a private chef this much. And in San Francisco, you can make a lot of money and still be poor. So I was like, this is a really cool side hustle. And um, so I started cooking for that particular gentleman. And two weeks after that, I was getting my wisdom teeth removed. And, um, and it, the way they were impacted, I had to get put under. And when I came to, the oral surgeon was like, I'm so pumped you're going to be my private chef. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had decided inside I'm a private chef. So um, that's what I did with those two clients for a little while. And, uh, and I tried to do that with my corporate job, and my body just shut down. I had to choose one or the other. And I decided uh, to take the day off from work and play hooky and figure out, you know, what it is that I really want to do. Do I want to leave the environment that I'm in and become a full-time private chef? So I'm at the Ferry Building, just in my head, like, okay, if I can make the right decision, I could always go back to corporate America. And I had my friend who was also playing hooky with me, and I see a gentleman walking towards the door, and being the gentleman that I am, open the door for him. And he walks in, and he goes, thank you. And I'm like, holy crap, someone like, thanked me. I go, you're welcome. And he walks off, and my friend goes, you are a moron. You took the day off from work to decide if you want to be a private chef. And you opened the door for Tyler Florence, who's a famous chef. And she goes, you literally opened the door of opportunity to a chef. And I'm like, oh, I'm quitting. That's it. I like, went and resigned the next day. I, <laughs> I actually uh, told uh, Tyler this story more recently. He goes, I actually remember that interaction. I was so taken aback by our little exchange. And he's like, that's amazing. And I'm like, it's really cool. Um, which is a little precursor to like the people that have found me as the result of just doing the work every day has been incredible. So I'm a private chef now. I am a private chef. And I secure paleochef.com on accident. That's a whole other story too. And... Um, People are finding me because I decided day one to take my Instagram from a personal page to, I just quit my job, I'm going to be a private chef, hashtag hope I'm not homeless. <laughs> and, uh, and 
I say that kind of in jest, but also in not. There's a period in my life from 17 to 19 where some really traumatic things happened to me. And um, I was living in my car, and I didn't want anyone to know. Um, and if that's the worst thing that happens again, then I'm in my car with a budget of $2 a day, which is four tacos, by the way, two for breakfast, two for lunch. Um, it's not so bad. So I was sharing that process, like I'm a private chef, here's what I'm cooking, here's the highs and the lows, um, and just follow along. And by doing that and pushing that out to Twitter, all these people started to find me. I started to get all these really awesome clients who are professional athletes, actors, you name them, I've probably worked with them in some capacity. And today um, is actually my five-year anniversary of July or die, quit corporate America, move out of San Francisco, and start a new life. So it's been five years today, which is really cool. <laughs> Uh, and in the process of being a private chef for really cool people, which, by the way, what an honor for them to have me cook for them. <laughs> I really think you should frame that way. When you work with your clients, like, no matter who they are, you are valuable, and what an honor for them to get to work with you. And I really think that's how I've acquired the types of clients that I have. So I'm, I'm cooking for these clients, and a lot of them are athletes, and I'm consulting with the Oracle sailing team, and they're thinking about, we need food on the water, and I'm, I used to live on goo packets. I'd go to Vegas with my friends, they'd be partying with their drugs, and I'd be with my goo packet, like, I can totally hang in there. Paleo, I can't do goo packets anymore. So um, on this side, I know that I have to come up for something for the Oracle sailing team. The best I could come up with at the time was chia seeds ground up into a powder with some constitution, like coconut oil with some spices. And then I'm making these fat bombs for this professional golfer, which is just tahini and butter and a little bit of MCT. And then over here, one night, I'm making myself a halawa, which is a, a Middle Eastern dessert. And then at this time, there's a, a recipe called Unicorn Fuel of Mine, which is a coffee recipe that had gone viral. So all these things are in play. I'm doing the work, showing up every day. And sometimes I make 120 meals a day. Was I passionate about that? No. But I was doing the work. I was doing what I was good at. Uh, so all these things are in play. And I'm making this dessert. And this dessert is very uh, fickle with the temperature. If you mess up the temperature, it's not going to crystallize. And I messed it up because I was multitasking. Bless you. And um, so I'm like, crap, this is going to be fudge. I'll just dump in all the ingredients to unicorn fuel. The next day, I take a bite out of it. It's delicious. And then zing, 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 zing. Oh, my God. I've come up with the replacement to goo packets. I'm going to modify the ingredients, and now it's a performance product. I have what I call the time functional fudge. Super boring. Fat fudge came later. Um, so I posted that recipe. That recipe went viral. People were sending me photos of that product in sandwich bags as they're on runs. And they're telling me to turn it into a product. I'm like, cool. I don't know how to do that. Um, so I decided to throw up on Periscope and on Instagram. I was wearing a unicorn head. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but you guys want a product. So I put 50 orders up for sale. That's 50 12-packs. Um, and we'll see if they sell out. They sold out in an hour, which is really cool. But it was more interesting who bought it? I'm like, oh my gosh, notable, notable, notable. They're following me. That's cool. They think it's cool. I got to make a product. So I started hand packing. If you go on my Instagram, you see it. This muscle right here is very big. This one, not so much. I started with a squeeze bottle, hand packing individual packets of fudge over a scale, 1.2 ounces, and stealing them every week. Every Monday, I would do this. 50 orders. And it got to the point after six or eight weeks that this would sell out 
in a second. 10 a.m. would hit, it would sell out. People would be, what is this, a Beyonce ticket? Because they're so pissed. (laughs) And I'm like, you guys, the recipe's still public. Like, chill out. I'm also about transparency. If you can't buy the product, I want you to make, make the product. So then it was time to really, really scale. And by doing so, I again showed up with my audience and said, I'm going to do the work. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want a Kickstarter. I don't want investment. Um, I don't want to go on Shark Tank. So if you guys know and trust me that in three to six months, I will either deliver you a product or a refund. I need pre-orders to get this going. In 30 days, $90,000 in pre-orders on a product that doesn't exist came in, and I was able to launch a product with the transparency and honesty that I don't know what I'm doing. And that's how Fat Fudge began. So now I have Fat Fudge going. I'm a one-woman show. This summer, I'll have done a million dollars in sales, self-funded, as a one-woman show. And thank you. And what's really interesting is that I'm not speaking to you from a place of success. Um, When Haley asked me to be a part of this, she's like, you know, I really want you to talk about inspiration, success. And I'm like, hold on a second. I probably make less than a lot of people in that room. Like, how are you defining success? How are you defining inspiration? And all I can think about is, like, I have a lot of freedom I, to choose where I want to put my energy, who I work with, and how I'm going to build my business. Um, and so by doing that for two years of getting to this point, as I'm standing here talking to you within the vortex of building success, I always say I'm not the shit, I'm the shit in training. And so I'm in this. And as I'm talking to you, I had the last month of sitting in the room with investors pitching me as to why I should take their money. So as I stand here, I'm closing on $400,000 in funding. I'm no longer a self-funded business. I've hired four people. I'm also standing in front of you as the resident chef for Nike, Just Do It. They have an 8,000-square-foot facility um, in Los Angeles. It's incredible. And they've handed me a budget and said, build the cafe of your dreams. Nike's not in nutrition. They found me. They found me because I'm doing the work every day. Um, and then there's all this other cool stuff that I don't really get to talk about yet. But all of that is the result of not being crazy inspired to do it. It was showing up and doing the work every single day, whether I loved it or I didn't love it. And by doing that, these other opportunities that I think were possible came to be. Big thanks to Mary Shenuda for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with her, you can go to her website, paleochef.com, which is also her Instagram. And her company's website is fatfudge.com. And I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled, Inspiration is Bull. And there's four asterisks next to that word. So I guess you can figure that out. Mary Shenuda at ConvertKitCraft plus Commerce 2018. And I'll have a link to everything I just mentioned along with a link to her entire talk. They will all be in the show description below so you can go and check that out. And if you like the show, then click on the follow button or leave a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I truly, truly appreciate you for that. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a delightful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.